The following podcast is a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be sent to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. Are you talking shift? We are. It's time for the We're Talking Shift podcast. Now, now, now. Here to talk shift are your hosts, Lori Bischoff and Candace Parisi. We're talking shift. Hello, I'm Candace Parisi. And I'm Lori Bischoff. And we're talking shift. Mm. What are we shifting? We're shifting. Today we're shifting into talking to Tony Robbins, who is not our guest. But Tony Robbins, man, he's amazing. One day he'll be our guest for sure. One day. No bra. No bra? No Oprah. I didn't say no bra. Sounded like no bra to me. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm a little winded. I just took a, a nice long walk. I was walking up a hill and I persevered. I got to the very top. Whoa. Oh, hold hold it. Press did you say I persevered? Persevered, yeah, persevered. What, what is that? You don't that? know what that word means? I, that, that, is that a word? That's when you push and you go to farther than what you normally can do. Persevered. Oh, girl. Lori. Oh, girl. Okay. Um, <sighs> I'm going to say this because I know you can take it. Mm. Um, I don't want to get off onto a whole nother subject, but <laughs> right. the word is persevere, my dear. Persevere? It's persevere. Persevere. No. Persevere? I've been saying per. persevere you're, since you're, I you're was. You're so wrong. Persevere. So Perse- I persevered? You persevered. That's stupid. That's a stupid way of saying that. I think we should have a petition. I think we should call up petition Congress. Or a, pe- a competition? <laughs> petition. <laughs> a petition for what? Yeah. To change that word. The persevere. Okay. <laughs> Again. Persevere. Persevered. Man, I didn't and even know that. Ugh. Now you know. Thanks. We'll, Thanks we'll, for outing we'll work me. Work on spelling later. Yeah. Yeah. I know you appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it when somebody corrects me. Yeah. Because yeah. Oh yeah. I remember. Uh, again, early on in my relationship with my beloved, hmm. I was using the word. Um, we were. It was like fall, and we were looking at all of the beautiful colors of the leaves changing. Yeah. And I commented on how lovely the foliage was. <laughs> nice, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Foliage. Yeah, like foil, edge. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that. And uh, he said, did, did you say uh, foliage? Mm. He said, yeah. He goes, honey, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not foliage, it's foliage. Mm. I was like, oh, really? He's like, yes. I'm like, spell that for me. And he did. And I was like. Hmm. I've been saying wrong all this time. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Before I aged one more day. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And then I went and got an espresso. Right? There we go. (laughs) Instead of espresso. A lot of people say espresso. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not X. It's not. It's an S. It's an S. Supposedly. There, there, there we go. Supposedly. I'm liking this subject. We could go on about it for a long time. Uh Supposedly is a very commonly mispronounced, yeah, wrong, Mm -hmm. wrong version, right? Yeah, we're educating people one person at a time, one word at a time. Yeah, so let's go back to the whole nother subject. (laughs) A whole nother subject. Another. What's a whole nother? What's another? Another. Like nother. Everybody does a whole nother. Yeah. That's a whole nother subject. What are you supposed to say? Another whole subject. That's too many words now. Another another is one word. 
A whole nother, but nother is nother, not a word. Just the word nother is not a word. Nother. But it's used like it, it, like a whole nother. It's become its own word, but it's not a word. So there you go. There okay. you go. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. Now that we've just made everyone <laughs> feel like crap. <laughs> Everyone's checking all their uh, lingo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not something that Tony Robbins would do. I don't think that he would correct. Maybe he would. He's pretty bossy. Yeah, that's why I mm-hmm. like him. I like him, too. Yeah. I'm into Tony Robbins. It's probably because he curses. I'm into cursing. I'm fucking <laughs> into cursing a lot. And he does it. He doesn't, like, pretend or dance around stuff. He just comes at you mm-hmm. very straightforward and honest. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, well, I mean, he knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. He knows his stuff. And uh, I know that when he, the uh, documentary on him came out, what was it, like a year ago, I think, or a year, yeah. two, year and a half ago, whatever, uh, I'm Not Your Guru. And right off the bat, you know, there's um, there's some scenes where they're, uh, the documentary is filming him doing one of his massively huge events, and he's he's cussing up a storm. And so I've, I've had a lot of, of people um, say you know, that just really turned me off. I don't get it. You know, why is that necessary? And, but, but there's a very specific psychology around it. Oh yeah. You you know, he doesn't do that all the time, nonstop. It's just not his everyday lingo when Mm -hmm. he's working and training, but, but there's a reason to do that for particular situations and circumstances, um, that, that, uh, that he uses. And if you, you know, it I've jars them, it jars them out of the subconscious, right? It's like a, it's a psychology yeah, thing. It is a psychology thing. You when you trained with him. Are you trained with under his coaching program? Yeah. 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 It was uh, one of the coaching certifications that I did and it was my, by far the most excellent. It was so awesome. I learned so much. What was so valuable yeah, about yeah, it? What did you find was valuable? Almost 10 years ago now. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, um, because uh, it was a training program that, you know, there's a lot of great programs out there and I've done other ones and, and there uh, is nothing wrong with any of them, um, that I've, that I'm aware of, or that I've had, you know, personal experience with they're all, but, um, but most of them are, um, more focused on techniques and methodologies and, um, that are good, but his program because his program is designed with a world renowned, very well-known therapist as well. And they created this together. And so there's a lot of human psychology that you are taught. Um, so it just goes a lot deeper. It just gives you a greater understanding of why, um, what motivates people. Does he make you jump into ice cold water every day? Is that part of the program? Because that's what he does, right? He does like a breathing exercise where he like throws his arms out and <sighs> like mm-hmm. does like does that every day. Right. And then he jumps into an ice cold right. bath. Like a water bath. Yeah, he does it every single day. Two, right? Sure. That's his, that's his morning routine. That's what gets him pumped up and and ready for the day. Yeah, and that's fascinating. No, uh, the people that go to uh, his, uh, I mean, his events are separate. That's a different thing than his coach training program. Those are two, you know, one, one is, you know, he's got his unleash the power within and, you know, he's got his big events that he does all over the world and people go to, um, you know, um, affect whatever change they're, they're trying to do in their own lives. Mm -hmm. That's like, you know, I don't know, like a three day event or a four day event. I can't remember how, remember how, remember how long. 
but I did his tra- his training program to be a certified Tony Robbins Madonna's uh, mm-hmm. coach. Yeah. So that's a whole different thing, and um, and uh, I don't believe that anybody is <laughs> asked to jump in uh, ice cold water. Although I've heard at his events that they do a fire walk that. Mm. You know, that I mean, like nobody has thing. to do that, but there is a fire walk. Right. You know, the Tony's whole, like, do it. Like, you're not you gonna know, pass unless you do it. Across hot coals <laughs> thing. I'm like, I'm I'm on the fence about it. I think you know, I could do it. Uh, I could, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oprah did it. Damn right she did. Oprah does everything. So maybe yeah, I'd kind of have if Oprah did it. I guess we could. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was in a in a training in a in a teacher training, a yoga teacher training back in the day and uh we had to get up it was real strict you had to get up at three o'clock in the morning you did uh the first thing you would do you have to do before you come to the class is you take an ice cold shower and so freezing ass cold shower every morning because it's supposed to like make all your blood rush to your the surface of your skin and then you regenerate new blood and shit and so i would do that every morning for two years and then I would go to yoga for two and a half hours. And uh, I can say that I felt really good. I felt good about it. But, like, I would wake up and hate my life every single morning. And I can't imagine if I was a dude, uh-huh. right? There's a lot of junk that you don't want to, like, splash with cold shock, water. Shock like that. Mm-mm. No. That no. doesn't sound like a good idea. I don't I know. just don't think just, it is. No. I just don't think I think it's... um. But I felt really good. I felt healthy. I get it. Like I get the idea. There's like there's a whole community of people who, who like jump in cold water. Yeah. 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 And it's supposed to like do some shit to you. Why not? Uh, It shocks you out of your. It's the same thing. Like I bet that's why you know he does that to shock himself into the moment in the same way that he shocks other people with like cursing, where he's like. Blah, and the person's like, "What?" Yeah, and then they, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, who? I don't know. It could be. Maybe there's a. There's probably health. A lot of great health benefits from it. I'm gonna call him and find out. Find out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think when he's doing that with a person, it's like it's more about an emotional. It's about changing your emotional state because because people um, are able to literally put themselves in a state. So like, if you're somebody that's um, sad or depressed. Mm people start to do things they don't even realize they're doing it that puts themselves in that state so they'll start to say things in a certain way they'll start to language things in a certain way mm-hmm. their breathing will change their mm-hmm. whole body their physiology will change everything will change in order to accommodate the state that they're in mm-hmm. so they put themselves in state all right, in a certain attitude, a frame of mind. And it supports whatever it is that they're, you know, familiar with. So if you're familiar with being sad and you're familiar with being depressed, you know exactly how to put yourself in that state. Yep, there I am again. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm this. So when he does that, this is just one example. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. When he does that, it actually, yeah, snaps a person out of that state because all of a sudden they're like, oh, Oh, mm-hmm. they're not think because now they're thinking about what he just said. It yeah. had such a like a like a, a, a energetic smack upside the head. Yeah, that they've stopped thinking about the the way they were thinking and the languages they were thinking and you know whatever. So it, it goes into that whole thing about just changing state, and then you can start to get through to somebody so that they hear what you're saying. Right. He's very motivational. He's great at it. He's studied it from top to bottom. And there's something about like. 
if you get up in the morning and you're fucking stoked on your life and you're just like, this is my passion and my life, this is what I, I love, then that just oozes off of you. And for him, he's such a huge personality and a huge amount. He's a, he's a freight train of momentum mm-hmm. that he shifts and changes people's lives mm-hmm. just by hanging out with them, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't help it. If you turn on anything that he's on YouTube or whatever, mm-hmm. and you hear him speaking about anything for even just a few minutes. Yeah. It, it, it's like, wow. Yeah. It just, it has an impact. He's one of those people. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, why do you think though? I mean, do you, because he's so influential, is it just because, uh, you know, he knows his stuff? Is it? He's also sexy. Well, Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has a wife. His name, her name is Sage. Yes. I know. I know. I checked oh, in. Know. Okay. <laughs> you checked it out. All right. I don't think that that's the reason. I think that he's influential um, because he shows up. He just shows up 100% every single time. Like you just know that when you're around him, something is about to happen mm-hmm. and that it's, it's life changing. He sets you up to feel really good when you're around him and know that something is going to get better or change. Yeah. And I think that people like other people like, like him that are so influential, Mm -hmm. it's almost like the, you know, there's a, there's a lot of common denominators, but I think one, a big one is all of those people that have the greatest amount of impact and influence, they just own their stuff and they believe it and they live it and they, you know, they, they walk, they walk their talk and you know that they're, they, that's where their power comes from because they so believe what they're doing. They so believe in how they're being and what they're offering. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt. There's no shadows of doubt and there's no, well, I'm going to say this for you, but I'm actually going to live a different way. Mm -hmm. There's There's none of that. Yeah, he he does the self-care for himself and then he can as a whole person as a full cup goes out into the world and it's so it's so much more powerful. I think that sometimes we have great advice to give to other people that we would never fucking do ourselves. There's no hypocrisy with him. Yeah, it falls flat when you're not are. doing it yourself. Right. It falls flat. I could tell you advice all day, but if I wouldn't fulfill it or do it myself, then it's just a bunch of words, but he's like a walking, talking machine of all the things that he says. Yeah. I think it's pretty awesome. I do too. And I, and you can, you know what? You can feel it with people. You can, you can feel and you can know when somebody is being hypocritical, mm-hmm. even if you don't consciously know, ah, you're not the real deal, but you can feel it. You just, you just, something in you knows. Yeah. I somebody's think. acting mm-hmm. and assuming that you're stupid. Because the person who's, you know, acting and being a hypocrite assumes that you're not going to, you're not going to catch on and they're not, you know, and, and I don't know, there's, I think there's something more powerful about you just being whoever you are, your, you know, your messy self, putting that out into the world, that'll be way more effective, whatever that looks like than you putting on somebody else's outfit and being somebody that you're not putting on a show though, putting on a show, you're putting yourself up there to be, uh, I've got it all figured out, but you really don't, but you really don't. Then you go home and you drink a bottle of rum mm. and you hate it. You misbehave. You misbehave, <laughs> right? You misbehave. <laughs> you show up for other people, but then you don't show up for yourself. And the result of that is that you resent it. 
you know, I'm sure that a lot of people have come and gone and a lot of people have different motivations for showing up in life Mm -hmm. and especially big name people, especially people who, you know, really present something to the world like that. And if you're not all in on that, then you're going to fade. It'll fade away. It's it'll be very transient. He's been around since I was born, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I I was reading and learning before I ever did any of the of his coach training. Um I was reading and learning about him and listening to his stuff in uh, I want to say I think my first connection there was like 1982, mm. 83. Mm-hmm. It was in the early 80s. And so he's been a big uh influence in, in that by inspiring me since long before I even took the training that he offered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and he's stood the test of time. Yeah. Yeah. He, pr- he persevered. He persevered. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still standing yeah, strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great guy. I can't say enough of great things about that guy. I think that he's wonderful. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's wonderful all the way around in his life, and he lives a really cool life. He helps a lot of people. He helps a lot of people. Millions. Yeah. What does he do? What is he up to? It's like a hundred million people he feeds a year or some shit. Yeah, that was you know that was his thing um, because he was uh, he didn't have a good home life growing mm-hmm. up. That's mm-hmm. his story. Didn't have a good home life, and um, you know there was like hardly ever enough food and. You know, it was like, uh, I think the story is something about Thanksgiving. They didn't have anything. And some stranger came to the door to deliver Thanksgiving dinner. And he was amazed that somebody cared enough to bring the family food. Um, and they didn't want anything in return. Wow. And it, that was, that was a, a moment for him where he went, wow, you know, people care. And they do things for you, you know, just because... They don't want anything in return just because they care and they want you to, you know, have something that you really need, Mm -hmm. like food. So he made it ultimately his uh, mission to be able to, you know, one of his big philanthropic efforts is to give back by feeding a hundred million people, Mm -hmm. and and he's succeeding. He has succeeded at it. So. Yeah, hunger in in just even in that's just in this country. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not even get into the rest of the world. But he's starting here where he lives, you know, in your backyard, which I like that. I like that concept too. Mm-hmm. So start start where you are. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and now that I'm thinking about it, we kind of stole his idea a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. We did. We we didn't do a hundred million, but we're doing one million. That's mm-hmm. one dollar a person. So a if a hundred a month. So mm-hmm. if one dollar, uh, a million people give one dollar a month, mm-hmm. then that's a huge check to all sorts of different charities, especially small mom and pop ones. Yeah, yeah. We we are on like this great, huge mission to create a movement, a mm-hmm. philanthropic movement, because mm-hmm. we want to be philanthropists. That to me seems like. I don't know what could make you feel better mm. than being able to give to someone or, you know, some cause that is so meaningful and so needed that, that needs support. But, you know, if you're just yourself and you're not like a bajillionaire, mm-hmm. it's you're like, OK, well, I can give, you know, my my dollar or my ten dollars or my twenty dollars. But you're like, I don't you know, I guess I'm contributing. Yeah. But the impact is that. But if 
there's a, a, million, a million of us and we only have to say, I'll give a dollar, but a million people a giving month. a dollar to help one of these yeah. amazing organizations. That's, that is so meaningful and mm-hmm. it's so easy. So easy. Yeah. And so that's where we, we've started. And, uh, I, I think our first charity is the secondhand hound. So it's going to be for a rescue center for pups mm-hmm. and every quarter we're going to have a different charity. Right. Right. Yeah. And so that's awesome. And so if you want to be a part of that, you would go to patreon.com forward slash talk and shift mm-hmm. and, uh, and become, uh, yeah, a click, give a bucker. Yeah. Click on the, uh, I'm going to, I'm, I give a buck. I give a buck. I give a buck. That's it. I give a buck. It's 10 dimes a month. It is. It's not that much. Yeah, it's not and, that much. and, but it has a huge, it will have a huge impact. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Very cool. So we have um, a new segment. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. It's the Dr. Shifters. Is that what it's called? (laughs) It's so new. It's uh, It's called the Shift Shift Doctors. Doctors. Yeah, we're doctors. Yeah. So we've got some questions. We we do. We have a question from a, uh, a young lady named Clarabelle. Okay. And, um, she wrote in, and asked the shift doctors, I have a question. I have heard of the concept of forgive and forget, but I have also heard people say, I forgive, but never forget. So my question is, does a person that says to have forgiven, but not forgotten, are they actually forgiving? How can you have forgiven, but not forgotten? To me, it seems like there's still something there, a bit of pain that's buried. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think about that, Lori? Mm-hmm. Clarabelle. Thank you, Clarabelle, for your question. That is a excellent <laughs> question. Excellent question. Yeah. In my brain, how it works for in, you know, to answer it from my direction would be, uh, you know, say you had your foot stepped on by an elephant. You it broke, obviously, your foot broke and you'd get a cast and your foot would heal. And it would be fine in the long run, but you would never forget the elephant. And so it's okay if you don't forget something. Like, how do you forget something? First of all, it's harder to forget something, especially when you're maybe not supposed to forget it. You think about it. And, but it's the, the weight behind it, I think. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the, um, for, for the situation, it's, uh, it depends on why you're remembering it. Are you remembering it because you want to make sure it's smart to remember not to get that close to an elephant now. So you learned your lesson. Now, yeah, I'm going to remember that. I'm not going to forget it because if I get too close, I might get my foot stepped on. That's a really smart thing to not forget. Yeah. Right. But you're not going to hold a grudge against the elephant. No, you're not going to be like, fuck elephants. Right. Right. But, (laughs) but if you are, uh, so you, um, you know, your, your, your boyfriend cheated on you Yeah. and yeah, now, you know, some time has gone by and you're like, uh, you know, whatever, I forgive him. I've moved on, but I'm not going to forget that cheating bastard and that, you know, skanky cheated on me with yeah. I hope that you know if, if you're remembering because you are still pissed or you still want them you want some sort of um, you don't want 
if you're wishing ill will yeah. on that person, that means you really haven't let it totally mm. go. You're still hanging you're on to it. Dragging it around. Right. So it's what it, the, the, I think the whole point of it is why are you not forgetting? Are you not forgetting because you're still kind of holding a grudge? You're still kind of haven't quite let it go? Or are you remembering it because it's a good lesson? Like don't put your hand in, in the fire. It yeah. Turns. Yeah. You should remember that. Right. You don't need it to rule your whole life. Now all men aren't dirt bags right. because one guy did you wrong. You don't want to drag that around mm-hmm. with you. That's that's incredibly hurtful for your whole life. It's in it's in circumstances, right and wrong, coming up in your life. You handling them them in the moment. You can hold on to the lesson, and you can just decide not to forget. But I think that not forgetting something doesn't mean that you haven't forgiven them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could just remember and be like, well, that yeah. was a lesson. Yeah, that was a lesson. Not gonna do that again. Right, and in honestly. I think that you want to make sure that you figure out where the gift in that lesson was. And if you decide you're just going to forget and you don't learn anything from it, that's the whole thing, I guess. It's, I guess I'm making the same point again. It's like if, if it's something that hurt, whether it's physical because your foot got broke or it's emotional because their trust was broken, if you're not forgetting um, be, because you're just hanging on to the hurt, that's that you're missing the whole opportunity. Exactly. So, you know, it's in your, and you're not, you can't like, you know, wipe your memory clean, like, you know, like a, like an eraser board. You, you can't do that. So you need to put it in the right place. Right. If you're going to remember it, then remember it in a right place that is empowering, mm-hmm. not disempowering. Yeah. Cause you're going to fuck up too. And yes. you, you hope that that person can forgive and, and hold on to it as a lesson, mm-hmm. but not like sit around and hate you. Right. Like that is so draining. It's, uh, it's, it takes a lot of work to hate somebody or to, yeah. to feel like that. Why do that at all? Yeah. You know? And so everybody, we're humans, so we mess up. And I'm sure that there's, uh, you know, things that you've needed to be forgiven for by other people as well and blah, and so on and so forth. And so it's just in you taking an empowering stance. That's what I think, Clarabelle. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that was a really good question. Yeah, thank you so much. Awesome. That was awesome. Good. If anybody has questions... You to ask the shift doctors, which of course you do anything, anything at all. Yep. You would uh, go on over to our Facebook and go to the Word Talk and Shift podcast page and message us. Message us, yeah. Or you can go to our website, mm-hmm. wordtalkandshiftpodcast.com, and um, go to the contact and send us your question there. And we're going to answer them. Yeah. Because we're doctors. Because we're the shift doctors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you guys can find us on iTunes. You can find us on patreon.com forward slash talk and shift. So um, send us your comments and give us a rating, please, on iTunes. Um, we look at that and that means a lot to us. And we love to see your comments. So uh, check it out. Do you want to talk to Lori Bischoff or myself personally? You would go to We're Talking Shift Podcast.com to set up a private situation. <laughs> Most, uh, of, uh, yes. Like a session. Session. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, a, that's the word I was looking for. Right. right so, right. yeah. And we're all over social media. 
We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're all over the place at Word Talking Shift Podcast. So, so go out there go. and make some shift happen, everybody. You too, Gary V. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to desantisprod at gmail.com.